So welcome back to uh, Talk Derby to Me podcast. And last night, Derby uh, played played very well and won their uh, FA Cup first round replay against Torquay. And now we'll face a Newport and there's only really one man we could speak to, a uh, friend of the podcast. We've done a bit together in the past, Mark O'Brien. Uh, first of all, mate, how are you and, and how are you doing at the minute? Yeah, not doing really well. Um, as I say, like I've been enjoying the whole retirement, um, picking up on a few new things and as I said, staying in and around Newport and, and getting to kind of branch out and do some other things radio-wise. Like, as I said, I'm really enjoying myself now and um, yeah, and no, I'm doing like really, really well. We'll start with with last night and then and move on from there. Did you get to watch the game? I was quite impressed with with Derby. I know it's uh, two or three leagues apart, but the the manner of the the victory, they had to get the job done. Still, the pressure was on Derby. And uh, what do you think of of Derby's performance? Yeah, I, th- I think like from from the first minute, I think they they set the stall out early on. I think they were a team that they just looked like the the higher class team. I think. Sometimes I think you can get caught up when obviously Torquay put a lot in to get that replay. And I think Derby just showed their quality in the end. They're a team that they have like a really, really strong squad and they've got some very, very good young players. And I think they just showed that class and they totally deserved the result they got. And in my opinion, probably could have been a lot more. It must be a dream for you, obviously, with your Derby connections now working at Newport, a Newport legend for, for what you achieved when you were there and <coughs> down there. When that second round cup draw happened, I think I text you about 27 seconds after the draw happened because you're the first person I thought of, but you must have been thinking, please be Derby. Yeah, like in, in all fairness, like when when the draw happened and I I missed the draw at the beginning and it was only, like you say, a text like yourself and a text from somebody else to say, have I seen the draw? It must be a dream draw for me. I was thinking, well, what's this about? So I I, I remember I looked it up and when I seen it was Derby, I thought it was like kind of too good to be true because I think for years now when I was playing um, to be in the FA Cup and to have the runs that we've had and the teams we've played against, I've always had in my head I'd love to play against Derby. I think ever since I left there and now to still be involved in football and to still be able to kind of be there on match days to now know where the team that I'm involved in um, are coming up against Derby is something that, like I say, I'm probably a bit more excited than half the players in the change room. Is it kind of twofold that uh, we've spoke before and obviously we did the podcast live about how not being on the playing side of things has affected you? Is there still a little bit of you that's like, ah, it's it's good, but I'd love to be out there? Did you still have that kind yeah. of thing? Yeah, 100%. Like, as I said, when the draw happened or when, like I say, when you see the draw for yourself, you're still thinking... I could have been playing on that. And that is something that I think there's like loads of games. And even when they played Leicester the week before, it was still something that I look at and think I'd love to play in that. And I don't think that feeling will ever leave me. I think that's just something that's going to be drilled into me now for forever, really. Even when like I'm old and wrinkly, as I always like to say, that I, I still think I'll be someone that would want to be out there on a pitch because once you have a taste of it, it's a unique job that you just you'll never not have a taste for it. You'll never not want to be playing. But as I said, to look at the better side of it is something to say, well, at least I'm still involved and I can still be part of it. And like I say, I'll, I'll make the most of the day. What's your role at, at Newport at the minute and, and how involved are you in, in the uh, in the squad? Because you're kind of talked over to spy in the camp kind of thing. So I'm going to press you for some information in a minute. But uh, what's your day-to-day with Newport? 
Um, my day to day is literally I'll go in like I'm I'm a player care, which is I go in and I help the players and I'm kind of that middleman for younger players to experience players if they're struggling mentally that I can go speak with them and like I say, just someone there to to be their eyes and ears and even just someone as I said that can go and help them and if they have a problem and they don't feel as though they want to speak with the manager. I can kind of be that middleman to help and I can speak on behalf of them. And I've had like a lot of stuff in the past where, <clears throat> like you say, when you have somebody there, it was like a listening ear where they just want to get something off their chest that he might be struggling at home. Like it, it makes, it makes a bigger difference for, for the player and for the, for the team itself. Because obviously if they're able to feel that bit of comfort and that's somebody who can have like a listening ear to them, it's something that I can release her off their shoulders, put it on my shoulders, and it, it makes their performances better out on a pitch to know that they've got someone there who actually cares. And like I say, as well as that, getting to drop down to the academy, see some of the new kind of young lads coming through. And like I say, just to kind of be part of all of that is just something that, as I said, um, it's kind of fallen to me in that role. But I think with everything that I've gone through and everything that has happened, um, with the ups and downs, I think I'm someone who can really relate to a lot of people. And as I say, I've just kind of taken that on board and I've used to the best that I can. And, and, and it's kind of, it's worked out really well for me. I was going to ask, because it's a, it's a unique position to, to have within a football club. And do you think that what you've been through gives you that empathy with, with players that you can kind of see in a youngster when you went through things at, at 16 and then very young when your career unfortunately came to an end, you, you can kind of see and know how a player will be feeling? Well, yeah, exactly. And and I think that's why I say it kind of fell into my lap, really, because I never knew of a position like that. I never come across a position like that. And when the club approached me about it, it was something that, as I said, it kind of went hand in hand with all the experiences that I've kind of gained through um, some great times and then some really down times. Like I say, when you have that person that has that empathy, or that has that understanding of what you're going through, because sometimes, like you say, it's difficult to find somebody that, um, has gone through something that could be so similar to what, as you say, you're going through at that time. So from injuries aspect to away from the field aspects to anything on the field aspects, like you say, I'm just someone there to, to try and sit and help. And the fact that, like I say, it brings a lot of kind of joy to me to know that I'm helping people. And 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 the fact of that I do get to help people off the back of what I've gone through, it was difficult at the beginning because I never wanted to talk about it. I never wanted to kind of explore or elaborate on it. But now I know that I can use it for the greater good. I'm more than happy to do that. And, it, and it's going to serve me well. On the pitch this season uh, with Newport, can you give us a kind of summary of, of how you, how they're doing and just a, a bit of an overview for, for fans who are going to be travelling to Rodney Parade who, who haven't been following it? Yeah, like uh, I think the the start of the season was was kind of up and up and down, more down than up. I think they were a team that like were, were lacking in confidence. I think obviously with a change of management and stuff like that, it was difficult. But I think they were a team that just lost their way a little bit, as the new manager would describe it, and say that he just wanted to bring back the confidence and that belief again. That what they do have in that change room was a really really strong change room and. Like you say, they're a team that <laughs> are very tough to beat. They're a team that are very resilient and they don't know when they'll be. They'll keep going till they they'll go to the 110th minute if they have to. But they're a team that, like you say, 
on that day and it's not just saying it because I work here on the day I feel as though they could beat anybody and that is something that's been in the club for years even when I played um, that it's that just resilience and that core that has just been built in the team for for years and years and like I say it should be an interesting game Everything you've described about the team it sounds it sounds like perfect characteristics for a, a team that want to do a, a slight upset Yeah and, and like I say it's something where Rodney Parade is famous for it. So it's not something that I would ever turn my nose about. And I'd be sitting there saying that they're delighted to be playing against Derby and it's a big occasion and they're just happy to be there. I think it's a game that the team would be going out thinking they can win because, as I said, it's it's something that in our past um, we are used to a cup upset. And, and like you say, with, with the divisions that obviously they're, two separate divisions and Derby are such a massive club and like as you say they have a championship if not Premier League set up they've got championship players if not Premier League players that are playing in League One so it is going to be a tough tough game but the players always raise their games they always shine when when they're the underdogs really and that's something that they kind of thrive on and the fact that that's what the atmosphere will be on that on that weekend, I do feel as though, um, yeah, Derby could be it could be in for a shock. I've seen some videos over the years of the atmosphere at Rodney Parade. I think one of them was I don't know if you've ever mentioned it before, but you obviously scoring the goal that kept Newport <laughs> in the football league. Um, has it got a unique atmosphere? Because obviously, I've never been. I think the last time we played there is 1986 when when Derby were in the same division as Newport. So it's a ground I've never been to. What's the atmosphere like on those on those big occasions? Honestly, it's it's again like you say, they're memorable. Um, the days where that they're they're singing for ninety five minutes, they're a team that if they see that team on the pitch, given their all, throwing bodies on the line, getting creating chances, scoring goals, defending, and just being an honest bunch of players and and giving the the fans something to share about, they'll they'll back you one hundred percent. And like you say, it's it's a very kind of daunting one. Uh, and I'll say that because obviously Derby are the young side, so you 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 do think they might have to rely on some of their experience because in an atmosphere like that, and as I say, when you're playing in it, like the Newport players thrive on the the fans' atmosphere because they do get really behind the team. And as you say, it's it's something where it is kind of the dugouts, it's kind of old school. The dugouts are right in between the fans and the fans are right behind the dugout, so you'll hear everything. You'll hear the banging on the on the top of the the dugouts for when you're sitting in there. The 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 fans are non-stop singing with a big drum that they have. Like so, the atmosphere as well as what Derby fans do bring should be a very very good atmosphere, and it should be a very good game. And like you say, that's that's another element of why it should be an exciting fixture because the two sets of fans are two honest sets of fans that want to see that team succeed, and they'll back them a hundred percent. And I think that's something that will create. I think it would be a very, very um, memorable game and a very good atmosphere to, to kind of live on. I'm going to put you on the spot here. What would be the ideal result for you? Penalties and both teams go through. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like, honestly, if if I had to look at it, like, I, I, I would, the best result for me would be for, for Newport to go through and, and extend the cup run. And like you say, it's, I know Derby have had their financials and stuff like that that they've struggled with, but I think it's something that this club has always kind of needed in the past that has got us through some sticky patches, having the runs that we've had in the Cup. 
and it goes to create more memories and go down the go down in the history of of what we've had in the past. So I think an ideal result for me would be obviously Newport to go through, but at the same time, don't get me wrong, um there's there's always that slight little part of me that always want to see Derby do well, that always want to see them succeed and to get back to where they belong. But I think on this day it's gonna be something where my heart might sway towards both if, if, if to to give an answer to that is so hard. It is literally hard for me. But look, I, I work for Newport. I'm someone who's involved heavily in the club and like I wanna see Newport succeed just that little bit more over Derby, but not too much. <laughs> Sorry, mate. It's a good job to ask them difficult questions. <laughs> uh, from one extreme to the other, on a personal level, where's good for a pint before the game? I'd say a pint before the game. There's, there is a bar or there's a marquee, but there is a bar in the actual stadium called Bar Amber, or else there's a bar just outside the stadium, and it's called Bar Amber again. So it's like you can go in and around the town, or there's one in the stadium where you can get a couple of drinks and stuff like that. So as you say, in the stadium is somewhere. Um, you'd be able to but like you say it's 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 something where I know how Derby fans are going to fill up the, the allocation that they're going to get which is going to be great for the Newport players because they love nothing that, and they love nothing more than a great atmosphere so it's 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 going to be a it's going to be a tough game it's going to be I think it's going to be a very close game and I don't think that there's going to be too many goals in it that it's going to be that tight that it's going to like a team's going to come out on top by, by one if not two goals at most You've led me on nicely to the next question, which was going to be, now, uh, with your neutral hat on, what would your prediction be? If I had a new, like, honestly, a neutral hat on would literally just be, um, I think Derby um, are the team that, when I have watched them, they have a, like, a lot of very good young players. And I think they have, like, there's a lot of young players who have championship experience for obviously not great reasons, but they've all got really good experience for such young lads. And I just think if if Newport turn up on the day and the Derby County youngsters, for whatever reason, don't turn up on the day, like, away at Torquay could be the same, away at, away at, at Newport and the atmosphere getting up and, and, and stuff like that, I, I feel as though depending on the day, but I do think there could be a couple upset happening. If if I was to put something on it, I would say that I think there could be a couple upset happening. I think the 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 vein of form, like the the lads that they've come back into and the confidence they've come back into, they've kind of eradicated a lot of mistakes that were there through a lack of confidence and they're a very, very tough side to be and they're very organized and like I say they're well drilled now and they, they they have this kind of momentum that are going for them right now where look I don't it's it's going to be no surprise that they're going to have to ride that look sometimes they're going to have to ride that look because of that little bit step up in quality which I think in any cup game I think the, the underdogs have to do that um, but I think if they can get through them certain patches of the game I think Newport do have that little bit more of a threat to what Derby have come up against that will take their chances and, and could upset the game Bored of the same old music? Weekend Offender Radio pulls together an eclectic mix of classic tunes, bangers and anthems. 
join us for our classic hip-hop evenings, house party sessions on Friday and Saturday nights, and chilled-out sets for the Sunday morning headache. Last night a DJ saved my life from a broken heart. Hold it down, boy, your head's getting blurred. I know you can't stop thinking of her. Visit radio.weekendoffender.com. Well, this is the preview for the game, and in a, in about four weeks, you'll be back in Derby. We we did a night a few months ago, which was really successful. And you can kind of, you go back and listen to to that in full um, in both parts, and had some really good reviews. But we we're going to do one in front of a, a few more people this time. I've seen on on your social media that you've been doing a lot of kind of public speaking and and stuff like that and and getting your message across and telling your story. Before we talk about the event, how has that been going in in general? Yeah, no, look, it has been brilliant. Like I say, it's not been sometimes as active as I'd like it to be, but obviously I've had the responsibilities of of football and and a job in that aspect. But I think when when I get given the opportunity to express my story, tell my life really out there to what people only know the football inside or people only may know uh, the injury side of stuff or, or the open heart surgery but it's, it's just to, to be able to explain the ins and outs of it all and the journey that I was on and how it's kind of moulded me as a person and how it's kind of moulded me as as a footballer anything really that it's something that I hope and I've, I've kind of had feedback myself to say that resonates with a lot of people and not just in football but just in life in general and and that's what I want to do. Like I say, the the role that I do in football to be to help people, as well as now all of a sudden when I do the speaking, I want that to also help people. I want people to be able to come out and understand that just because I played professional football and just because that I had this slight platform to kind of speak from, like I go through the same kind of troubles and I go through the same anxieties. But if you kind of program your mind to think in a certain way and allow yourself to have bad days, allow yourself to have terrible days, but also just never giving up on yourself is something that I'm a big believer on because at some stage in life, it will all come back around. And to be able to go out and express that more and more um, is kind of a therapy for myself just as much as helping people because it's something that I feel helps me knowing that I'm helping other people because it gives me that purpose again so I know I'm doing right and it gets it off my shoulder sometimes. And, as I said, it's it's something that, like you say, um, it's something that I hope a lot of people can turn out for because, uh, I'd love I'd I'd love to be able to try and openly speak and help others. Yeah, uh, well, I always I'm always quite open about my mental health, and I've struggled of late. How's how's your mental health been? You've uh, of recently, um, yeah, I've I've kind of got a bit anxious and and stuff recently, and. I see your posts and I do find them quite uplifting and inspirational. So I just want to check in and make sure you're all good on, on that front. Yeah, like I, I am okay. And I think I do have the odd down days where I have had it before, where I think it was, I'd say a couple of weeks ago, like I, I find myself just getting more and more tired. And then I find myself not wanting to get out of bed. And I find myself without even wanting to be just, I just feel off and I, and sometimes like you say it's only to you have to experience it sometimes so people can understand it and as I said I've I've had it where like if I get a certain pain near my chest or in my ribs I start panicking in my health anxiety to think something's something's wrong something's not right whereas 
sometimes it's as simple as sitting down and talking to someone about it. And I've sat down and I speak to a lot of people about it. And like I say, I've found myself kind of, I wouldn't say caring less. I just find myself that I allowed myself to feel that way. I went and seeked that kind of help that I needed. And just to sit and have an open chat, even to sit and talk with the club doctor like I did. And just to kind of have that little kind of reassurance to kind of go, is this this or what do you think this could be? Because I said, if I to sit and be quiet and try and think for it myself, I was only getting myself in a, like in a deeper, deeper hole because I couldn't have the answers. I didn't have the answers. The answers that were telling me was I was physically ill, there's something wrong. You have to get a check. Like if you don't get a check, it could be really serious. And everything was just going around in my head. And like I said, I could just feel myself slipping into getting more and more, just not wanting to like interact with anybody. I was just turning up and I was just being a figure. I was like, as you say, you paint on the face and you turn up to everybody and you're smiling and training. And sometimes you come home and you're exhausted and you're over exhausted because it takes more effort to paint on that face than it does just to be yourself. And then, as I said, I stopped doing that. And the more I stopped doing that and the more that I allow it to kind of just subside and I allow myself to go through it to then come out of it with more of an understanding to go, look, even at that single point that I felt that way, it might have felt felt like the world was caving in on top of me but now I look at myself a couple of weeks down the line and go well look at least I've gotten through that and I didn't kind of stop and give up and now I can see the positives because of it now that's not to say in, in weeks to come it might happen again but I know I'll be stronger from the last time I've not given up to be able to conquer that one which probably won't last as long so like you say it's always going to be an ongoing battle but it's something that you gain more belief at certain times that it happens to you and that's and that's something that like nowadays, as I say, the last couple of weeks now I've been I've been totally fine going in and joining in and little bits of training and different things like that. And like I say, I just find myself being a little bit more relaxed about a lot of situations. It's incredible the way you put that into words because it was kind of exactly what I think, but I couldn't have uh, been that eloquent in describing it. So you've got a real skill for for doing it. So you looking forward to coming back to Derby? You know what? I actually am like I, I like I say I love coming back. Um, like there's still a lot of faces at the club in and around the training ground, and that I still love going and saying hello to. I love going back and um, doing stuff with the fans and being involved in that way because, like I say, I know it wasn't the most glamorous of 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 um careers at Derby. It was something that I the fans made me believe that I was remembered, and the fans made me believe that. Like I was someone that I, I do live in their memories. And like I say, it's it's an honor for me to be able to do stuff like that because if my personal opinion comes out on it would be, I wish I'd done more for Derby. I wish I played more. I wish I was there for longer. I wish like certain things didn't happen at certain times. But what I am happy about was that I made the most of the time that I did actually have an opportunity to play in, which then obviously had a lot, long lasting effect on people. And as you say, to be able to come back and, and do that and to be accepted in, like I say, Derby's a place that is always going to be my forced home. It's always going to be a home from home. It's always going to be a place that I just feel comfortable the minute I go back there. I just feel happy when I go back there because it's my forced ever memories of leaving home and it's always going to be a place that's really close to me. Incredible. Yeah, so we're going to be announcing tomorrow morning first thing. So this will go out this evening, which is the uh, the Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, and then tomorrow it'll be you'll be out first thing. Um, what we're doing and everything so keep an eye out for the announcement on the day of the game just finally what are you going to be doing will you be with Newport will you be commentating for uh, the BBC do you know yet 
Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, BBC Radio Derby, um, have been in touch, and the Friday before the game on the Sunday, they're doing like a panel show, um, from six okay. till seven. So I'm going to be on that, um, for an hour, which is something that I'm going to enjoy doing. And then, I've it, it's I like I was kind of looking at it, thinking that it's not going to probably su- it won't surprise me if somebody wants me to get involved from BBC Derby or BBC Wales to try and do the commentary. But I think I was I, I was kind of contemplating in my head that it's going to be something that I want to be involved in. I don't want to be up in the stands and on the radio while everyone else could be either celebrating on a pitch or down there shaking hands. Like I want to be actually there and be involved. And I want to be on the bench. I want to be like in the changing rooms. I want to kind of help. And as you say, it, it's something that I've waited years probably for a fixture like this. I've waited years for Derby to come into town or for us to play against Derby. And now that it's happening, I don't want to kind of um, miss that opportunity of just like, as you say, being hands-on and being involved in it. And as I said, I think I'm going to be in the dugout for this one. Yeah. And uh, from my perspective anyway, I hope you really enjoy the day because you've been through a lot and obviously this is a dream fixture for you. So uh, just soak it up, mate. Yeah, no, look, and, and as I say, it is something that, I am just gonna soak it up. Like it's 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 gonna it's gonna seem a bit surreal like and, and as I say, I know that I'll probably get a lot of people asking me questions and a lot of people like wanting to do things with me before a game or whatever. And I don't mind doing doing that. It's just something where a fixture like this is something that is actually like meaningful for me. It's something where the two teams that basically stuck by me through two difficult times in my life are a team that, um, like Derby stuck through, like stuck through me very first open heart surgery and gave me, like belief that I can actually play football and were the first team to give me a debut. But they were the first team to take me in as one of their own, and then Newport through the middle part of my career took me on in such a difficult circumstance where I was down and out and not playing football. To then I had three and a half, nearly four years of playing with Newport, and then. They've stuck by me now through open heart surgery again. And like I say, that two teams that it's the most ideal fixture, but it's the most kind of torn fixture where you kind of sit there and think, like, I want the best for both teams. But I do know that they are two teams that are very, very close to my heart. And like I say, I wish them all the best in the game. But to be actually involved and to be there for it is something that I am going to remember. OB, it's it's always a pleasure to speak to you, mate. I always enjoy it. I find you very inspirational, which is not my kind of normal style. I normally come on here and take the piss, but um, <laughs> in all seriousness, mate, I, I I love the way you speak and it's always a pleasure and I look forward to maybe seeing you at Rodney Parade and if not, in the 14th of December in Derby. Yeah, look, if, if you're in Rodney Parade, you know where I am and as I said, I'll, I'll be over to say hello and stuff like that, but as you say, when I get back, when I get back up in Derby, then yeah we'll uh, definitely be meeting up and stuff like that and we'll get that night sorted yeah see you in Rev to Cuba <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey top man as ever mate I really appreciate your time oh, yeah.